Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say. About the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And today, we finally have something going on in the free agent world. And that yeah. was yesterday's non-tender deadline. Uh, we, have a, we have some people who have joined the free agent market that we could possibly scoop up, or anyone could, mm-hmm. in the near future. Yeah, I mean, uh, like there was there was one or two names that I was like, oh, kind of surprised about. Even on our end, actually, there yeah, was a name yeah. that I was kind of surprised about that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. But before we get into that, guys, make sure to hit the notification button, subscribe, comment down below, become a Patreon member. Once again, shout out to our currently three Patreon members that we have going on right now, and uh, yeah, just be part of the community. Absolutely. So, dude, um, this is the first. Uh, well, not the first thing. Like there, I, I think. I think I heard some rumors like who signed someone yesterday? Somebody signed somebody or something. Oh, uh, like there's that. been a bunch of like kind like of minor signings, small, very small, a couple minor trades like. too. Like it was like Brewers, Dodgers made a very tiny trade. It's it's all it's all very you know not not really newsworthy. But we're hoping <laughs> that this gets the ball rolling. Yes, yes. There's all these small kind of interactions going. I think everyone is still still testing the market. Mm-hmm, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. still trying to see what. Well, it looks like exactly, you know, and and also too, you know, these teams now that we've had this uh, like non-tendering process, and for those of you who don't know, basically what this means is that any players that had an arbitration on their contract, um, they they could have been picked up, and uh, and their teams decided um, not to or to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, like for instance, T. Oscar Hernandez, uh, yeah. like he had, he got tendered, yeah, he yeah. got tendered, um, yeah. whereas. One of the guys that we had, Travis Shaw, did not. Yeah, exactly. And like when they get tendered, it means they're not signed to a deal right away. They still have to negotiate uh, a contract within a range, depending on how mm-hmm. they did 
in uh, in the previous year. So T. Oscar obviously did well. So he's going to be he's up for a little bit more money than expected. And well, what, what, like his range, um, I don't have it off I don't the top of my head. But I think you were talking about it yesterday. It was somewhere in between like two and a half and five and a half yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So, you know, realistically, based on what he did last year, I would imagine it to be closer to that top end rather yeah. than two and a half. Exactly. He's an idiot. <laughs> like, no, yeah, seriously. But if they can't negotiate, then what they have to do is a third party arbitrator has to then decide the contract. Yeah, based on what you did last year. Based on year, what you did. This is what we think. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. it. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, tell yeah. us about it, dude. Let's get into these non-tenders. So, there's a couple names that pop out on the market, and, you know, that um, these people could be serviceable and impact players for some teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first one and the biggest one that stands out to me is Eddie Rosario from the Minnesota Twins. That, I think, is by far the best player that was non-tendered yesterday, yeah. like like head and tails above anyone else. Um, you know, like he he was literally receiving MVP votes, uh, surprisingly. Uh, like really? Last, I'd yeah, actually yeah. No he got idea. he got one or two. Um, but yeah, like last year, this guy hit for 257, an on base percentage of 316, and a slugging of 476. That's following a year, a full season, where he hit 276. Uh, 300 on base percentage and 500 slugging and in that year he had 32 home runs and in this year he had 13 so it, it doesn't seem to be yeah. any drop off whatsoever in the power in the contact I mean a little bit in the contact for the following year but shortened yeah. season I, it seemed to me like he was very much still in a place of being a very good baseball player yeah lots of power but the one thing is he can't walk so that's the only knock to him is that mm-hmm. his on base is a little bit smaller uh, however, no one's going to be complaining if you're hitting 34 home runs a year, you know, can't well, if, complain. Exactly. And <laughs> if your slugging is, you know, right around that 500 mark, like, I, I don't give a shit how much you yeah, walk, yeah, you know? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, let, 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 let Biggio handle Exactly, exactly. That's yeah. his specialty. And your specialty is very clearly, you know, hitting uh, for pretty good contact and for pretty good power, which he did, you know, and it... I should I should mention as well, like he had 109 RBIs in 2019, and yeah, he had wow. 42 in uh, oh, in yeah. 2020. That that's, is impressive. That's very good, you know. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised. Like he, you know, he is 29 years old, and like yeah, his I believe his arbitration can like like uh, range was somewhere between like eight and 12 million. And like I was kind of surprised that the Twins didn't pick him up. A little bit of a shocker. Um, they think that his value is a little bit lower than that. I I'm kind of shocked too, actually, yeah. because. You know, for a player that's done this, you know, now two seasons in a row, yeah. clearly been contributing on yeah. your team, that seems to be a very reasonable price in yeah. my mind. That's what makes me skeptical. Like, what are the what are the Twins organization plans? Like, are they are they trying to get rid of some contracts? Are they trying to you know you know retool and re you know repurpose some guys or what? Well, what is their plan? Because well, I thought they would you know I I projected them that they wouldn't be a contender or not like. A strong contender as they were last year. Mm. I thought they'd go down a bit on the rankings, but I, you know, I thought they'd at least try, you know, try to bring back some good pieces like an Eddie Rosario. Well, from what I read, um, from what I heard, it, it seemed like they were really shopping around Eddie Rosario. Yeah, and no one was bringing them up on it. And and the reasoning of this article, I, I wish I had it off the top of my head so I could shout it out. But um, you know, the article was saying that uh, n- no one wanted to pick up his arbitration 
which also shocked me. I yeah, mean, seriously. Like, this guy would be making, you know, with his arbitration year, literally, I think, less than Randall Gritchick and yeah. is clearly doing very good stuff. But you know, you know what the thing is, too? You, I just thought, like, what could be a reason? And I think all teams are still waiting to sign the big outfielders. Like, mm-hmm. I think Eddie Rosario is good. However, there is other outfielders like, you know, a George Springer, a Michael Brantley, an Ozuna that are still out there that teams want. So, but if you grab Rosario, it's like, okay, you're basically saying this is the outfielder. So I think yeah. some teams are still shopping. That's true. That would make, that would make that sense. That is true. And I guess, you know, also maybe there's a factor coming into this about, um, you know, COVID and and money right now and and not wanting to pick up like a $10 million contract on what would be, and I don't mean this in a rude way, a second place prize to some of those other guys. He is absolutely a second place prize. Like literally if we don't get, if we don't get Springer or Zuna or any of those three guys, like Eddie Rosario, maybe, you know, I'm going to be honest, dude, like based on these numbers, uh, like you take him. Absolutely, I would take him. Absolutely. And considering that, you know, now he's been non-tendered. So realistically, the Twins and and a lot of other teams that weren't willing to trade for this guy are saying, you're not even worth, you know, eight and a half million per year. Wow. Like, what is he going to get paid? I don't know. But I can imagine at this point, it's probably not going to be massive. Yeah, but that actually reminds me, or, you know, I just thought, you know, that's kind of crazy because this whole offseason, we're trying to figure out, like, what is, like, what does the market look like? Mm-hmm. And if a player like Eddie Rosario isn't worth 8 to $12 million this right? year, what are the contracts going to look like? And, and you know, that kind of scares me that we're going to even prolong the free agent sign even further. Exactly. Because, like, the players are going to want traditional yeah. money like they were last yes. year. Yes, yes. And I don't know if it's going to happen. Or whoever's going to get the players are the ones that are going to be able to cough up the dollars. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And this is super interesting just because, like, Eddie Rosario is very clearly an immediate impact player. And to not be willing to shell out like literally, you know, ten million dollars for this guy, I, it's I shocking. think I think it's pretty shocking, you know. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I'd be I'd be super duper happy if the Blue Jays picked this guy up. I think he would be a great cheap second option to a George Springer. That would that would leave our options open to next season uh, or even this off season yeah. continue to buy. And when you put up 109 RBIs, 32 home runs, and 91 runs scored with a 500 slugging, that ain't so bad as a second-place prize. No, that's pretty good. I I definitely agree. He's going to play for someone, but who will it be? We don't Mm -hmm. know how much. Mm -hmm. That's what the market's going to find out. Yes. Um, So there are some other... Our guys? Our guys, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about our guys a little bit, because this one... These two players, one of them I was like, yeah, get rid of this guy, and that's Travis Shaw. I mean... Look, I was interested in Shaw coming in last year, like because look, we we weren't gonna buy anyone last year. We were literally filling in holes, and no one we weren't signing anyone big other than Ryu. Mm-hmm. Um, and Travis Shaw had the potential to like bounce back, and he didn't. And I think it's very clear at the age of thirty that his career is coming to an end. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a short stint in the uh, in the majors of being like pretty. Good. I don't I, like. Mm-hmm. I remember looking back at his numbers, um, like when he was considered like good, um, and it was. It truly was just power. Like there, yeah, there like, still wasn't any contact yeah. associated with that power. You know, like 
and and I'm talking out of my ass here, but like you know, some of those best years he was hitting for like you know two fifty esque around that area, like thirty home runs. Yeah, and that's and yeah. that was what it was. That's what made him come off the page a little bit more. But you know, he's not. He's still hitting for a bad average, worse yeah. than some of those good years. And he's not necessarily bringing along that added power. No. He's bringing along a lot of Ks. Yeah. I straight up, dude. Um, like before this even happened, like for the past like two months or so, just assumed that he was off the team. Oh yeah, I never, um, I never. Assumed. No disrespect to Travis <laughs> Shaw, but I assumed that he was no longer yeah, with yeah, us anymore. Yeah, yeah no, I, I absolutely agree. Like, I, I don't think he, he was even coming. Like, someone even brought his name up in, a, in a, like a, like a DM for us on Instagram. Like, oh, like you know, we'll have Shaw playing there, and I was like, no. whoa, 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 who is this man? Like, you were talking home runs and, and, and contact. Well, he had none of that last year. No. Uh, Two thirty nine average, which actually was better than his year before. Yes, so yes, it step was. Step up, yes, however. It was. You need to hit the home runs only six last year, so and that's th- the thing, no you know, like <laughs> like it's better than his last year. Two thirty nine sucks. Yeah, that's a really bad, bad average. So you See, would better give me a crap load of power, exactly, if, if to even warrant something like that. Two thirty nine is good if you're Jose Bautista and you're hitting forty home runs a year. Yeah, and that's you what know? I'm saying. Like you got to back that up with literally forty home runs. Like the exactly. way the way that I look at it, man, is like it's like it's like a scale. You know, like you have like a chart here. Yeah, you know. And it's like you got the power on this side and you got the contact on this side. If your contact is this low, then your power's got to be, be this high, really high, you know? You so it's it, it's it. it's like you got to hit that median line yeah, right there. Yeah. And he was very clearly it's it's all yeah. out of whack. Yeah, we don't need Travis Shaw. He we don't need him because apparently, you know, Montoya thought he could bat third. I'm never going to let this go. I'm yeah, never going to no, let this don't go. Don't let it go. Don't ever this let it guy, go. Bro. Uh, don't ever let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you all realize the mistakes that were made last year with him uh, in the three spot. Who uh, who um, else we got? Because we got another guy and I was yes, a little bit surprised about this. But at the same point, I'm not necessarily like. Uh, I like. think there's good reasoning behind it, and that's you know our relief pitcher AJ Cole, the mm-hmm. big right-hander. Yeah, you know he just put in perspective, guys, why we're a little bit surprised because he actually had a good year last year in that setup Very position. Very nice. Very nice. A 309 ERA, and you know he, I, I thought for sure we would at least tender him because he. This was this was the this was the arbitration. It was between eight hundred thousand and one million. That is wow, mega cheap. That's really really cheap. Mega mega okay. cheap. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are that they are trying to um, get some flexibility on their roster, on their 40-man roster right now. They're thinking to themselves, holy crap, guys, we have a lot of relief pitchers right now. In fact, way too many. Um, We need to free up some space. So we can like make some different moves, make a different team makeup right now. And I think that's literally what it comes down to is we have so many guys who we can cycle through at that spot, at that position um, that we just truthfully don't need AJ Cole right now. They did come out and say, maybe, um, you know, as time goes on in this offseason, we might still be interested in him. Yeah. We might still offer something up. And in that case, like, I think that that's good. Like, it's funny. They didn't say shit about Travis. Shaw. No, no. I think, <laughs> I think Travis Shaw even knew he was done. Yeah. Well, dude, <laughs> you know? like, we're literally all off season talking about Colton Wong. We're talking about DJ LeMay. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. It's over. Yeah, you're done, it's bro. over. But <laughs> AJ Cole, they, they still seem to be interested. But I guess right now 
they want to yeah. they want more flexibility and that's what it comes down to and, I, and i'm so down because look like you want more space in your 40-man roster like and i want you know every single year for like the next three years for our prospects to start coming up and getting a shot you know you still got you know a bunch of pitchers in our minor in our minor league system that have a chance to break the team you know mm -hmm. i don't know when the deadline is and i know like the pipeline says um you know they have projected um, ETAs and when they're gonna arrive to the MLB, but like Simeon Wood Richardson and like Jordan Groshans and Austin Martin and like all these other people that could even some people that we're not even talking about that are in the lower like bottom thirty uh, of the top thirty are, are, are could make their debut. And this is gives the whole organization some flexibility, like you were saying. And you know what? I'm down. And and let's say if we if we realize down the line. We don't have anyone to fill up in our bullpen. Like maybe like oh we are like looking a little like slim. Uh, then yeah sure grab AJ Cole. I don't know how much it'd be. Like I guess it'd be super cheap because you pass down eight hundred thousand to one million. Because here's know. here's the thing, bro. Um, also too, just to comment on the MLB pipeline, Jordan Groshin <laughs> says that's bullshit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the ETAs. But um, I remember last year we were talking about it and we were saying for a lot of these pitchers, a lot of these relief pitchers. Because when we came into last year, we didn't have any relief pitchers. We had Ken Giles. That's who we knew. Yeah. And, and he was dead. You know, he yeah. was he was injured. He was gone. Right. So we were like, uh oh, what's gonna happen? And we talked about. We said we think that this is a great opportunity to have tryouts. Yeah. And that is exactly what they did. Yes. And we did try them out, and we surprisingly got a lot of hits. Mm -hmm. This is a good problem to have. We have a lot of hits, but eventually we gotta we gotta funnel it down. Pick a couple guys. That we trust. And I think that what this is saying is we trust Dolis. We trust Anthony Bass. We are going to let these guys take the reins. And we're going to make some room for our other young guys to cycle throughout position yeah. players. Don't forget Jordan Romano. Romano. You got Thomas Hatch. You're right. You got Merriweather. Like, you got exactly. literally so you many guys. So many guys right now. And they're basically saying we trust them. We, we want these guys. Like, I really think that Dolis is going to step into a very large role coming yeah. into this season. I think that's what this is gearing up to do. And um, we just simply don't need AJ Cole right now. How as good However, as he, he is. was good. Yeah, you know? he was very good. Yeah, uh, totally, man. Like, this is, you know, this is a very, this is, this is exciting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this little burst of information. Would yes. you say that it might be a good idea to to trade one of these uh, relief pitchers? You know, to trade like a like a Hatch or a, or a Romano. Potentially, you know, depending on because I I know that we've been involved in a lot of different trades. You know, with a bunch of different guys. Like like for instance, Lindor. We haven't heard a lot about Lindor recently, but right. in in a deal to ship off one of these guys. Um, um like maybe one, mm -hmm. maybe one. You know, attach one to the deal and then like another prospect or whoever it might be in that deal. Like I wouldn't want to trade obviously like all of them. I you know, we have enough, we have a surplus, so like we can trade one, mm -hmm. maybe two, if depending on what we're getting in return. So yeah, uh that would that would be probably it for me. Cause I don't wanna I don't wanna be like I don't wanna be shipping them all off and then have no one. You know, I, if anything, a nice route would have been sign AJ Cole back then use other guys as trading pieces or even A.J. Cole as a well, trading piece. Well, potentially, um, you know, I was just thinking that because 
let's say we did ship off one or two of those guys. Well, now there's AJ Cole just sitting on the market for super duper cheap. Yeah, and we exactly. can just pick him up and we know that we have a rapport with this man and that he enjoys Toronto. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's at all anything of what they're thinking, but clearly they think that we have guys that we can trust if they're willing to cut a guy who who just had a, a 3.09 ERA. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man. So that that's what we did. We also got um, you know, the uh the Chicago Cubs kind of doing what a lot of people expected them to do yeah. as far as being cutting down the contracts. Uh they cut three guys. They cut Schwarber and two others. I think it's uh Almora and another guy cut off the top of my head. I'm not sure. I I, I read it, they, I forget the name. They're the both people one, I have no yeah, idea. <laughs> the big one though is Schwarber because obviously he was such a, a influential piece in yeah. their in their World Series run when mm-hmm. they when they went and they and they got that chip um yep. so that is a. Uh, do we have any interest in kyle schwarber um maybe a tiny bit i mean he's 27 years old still he, young he hits for power like last year he still hit 11 home runs yeah. even though his his average was really bad at 188 mm-hmm. but uh he's at 90 94 home runs in three seasons yeah and that includes 2020 so that's that's really really good so um However, they were talks that Kyle Schwarber would be looking more as a DH option because he was in the NL. He had to play outfield, um, and there was like he moved from catcher to outfield, and like he's more looking like a DH kind of hitter. So I don't know if he would be the best fit. He's an option for sure. He's like a Plan C. I personally you know? don't think he's a great fit for our team. Yeah, I do think that you know, um, like uh, if I was another team right now, I would be very happy to just throw a cheap dart. On Kyle Schwarber, absolutely, and uh, and just have him kind of cycle there, be a DH for a couple of games, see how he's doing, you know, because this is a guy that can like very quickly get very hot for a couple of weeks, win you some ball games, and then he can cool off, and and we saw that with his 188 average, but you know, married yeah. with 11 home runs, and uh, yeah, absolutely. so uh, and, it, and then the last guy, this guy's interesting, mm. and that's David Dahl from the Colorado Rockies, right? Another outfielder at 26 years old, his career. Is 297 average mm. and with a with a 346 on base and a 521 slugging and in 240 games 521 he, slugging eh 521 slugging Jesus. and here's why because in 240 games he hit 38 home runs which is I know not the best amount but he's also dealing with a lot of injuries well yeah because I know lot. both of us um you know. And this is uh, fantasy aside, just on a baseball point, but also fantasy. Fantasy, um, yeah. We We have always been pretty high on David Dahl. I remember I had him on one of my fantasy squads, and I started watching him as a player. And I was like, holy crap, this guy is severely underrated right now. We never hear enough about David Dahl. And the reason is because he's never on the field long enough for us to hear enough about him. Yeah, yeah. When he is on the field, he is a very, very, very good baseball player. But... As of right now, you cannot trust this man to make it through a season without, you know, at least forfeiting like half to a third of the games. Yeah, exactly. Like he just can't stay on the field. And, you know, last year he had a drop and his average was 183. So it, you know, the whole thing was this guy when healthy can hit. But last year he was when he was healthy, he suffered. Yeah. So that's a little that's intriguing. He's still very young at 26 years old. So it's an option for sure. Um, Again, another option playing CD down the line. If you have to take a shot and you really want an outfielder. Sure. However, I think for the Jays, it's kind of like we have guys, you know, arguably similar to David Dahl in terms of risk reward value. 
And like the only piece I'd really want to add in the outfield right now is someone like a George Springer or a Michael Brantley, someone who can really impact a team. Yeah, I think that somebody is going to get very lucky with David Dahl because a team's going to have a spot kind of just open on their on their outfield. And then they're going to bring him in. And he's one of those guys where if, like I said, if he can stay healthy for a year, I do think he's going to be very good. I think he will bounce back from last season. Um, but the question is, can he stay healthy? And right now, we're not necessarily at a point where we want to toss that dart and you know put, put money into a guy who's not going to return the value because of injury risk. Yeah, absolutely. So what the hell does all of this mean for the MLB? Are we going to start seeing moves now? Or are we going to wait it out a lot more? We're going to test the market value. Like, what's going on? I think based on what's been happening, especially with some of these non-tenders, like Eddie Rosario really stands out to me. So I think what's going to happen is going to be, we're going to at least be, this is my projection, Yeah, at least another week before anything, maybe even two weeks. Because what do you even do with, with, you know, I think everyone's still trying to figure out their money situation and they need to figure it out first before they decide to jump into any sort of big time contract mm-hmm. with a Bauer or a Springer. So, well, it doesn't help that Bauer is, you know, jerking us all off, oh. posting <laughs> photos of himself, oh like with God. all the baseball hats I'm going to sign with. You don't get to sign with anyone, pal, if you keep Can that you up, all right? <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, this guy's a dick. <laughs> yeah, MLB's just like fuck this. No one's yeah, getting him. No. Everyone just like so blacklist this man. Like yeah. no, no. the New York Yankees never do. They'd oh, be like, yeah, totally. Know. We're gonna blast this. Hey Bauer, how's it yeah. going? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously, my God. Well, no, 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 no offense, Bauer, but like, yeah, you like don't take any of this personally. We're we're just joking. Um, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we still want you to play over yeah, in mean, Toronto. Like, don't get me wrong. You can still come play for us. Yeah, bro, come but. play with us. We were literally talking last night how like what signing would be like what would make us freak out the the freaking most and yeah. it's like Bauer. I, so I would just totally I would be clear. jumping. I would it's be jumping. so completely clear. It would make our path to a World Series contender so clear. So clear. It would just it would it would. I see it now. I see it, and it's it's like a season away. We have a season with Bauer. We have a season with Rio. Everyone comes together this 2021 year. We have a couple more breakout bats, and in 2022, we are right up there as a top five contender. I see it clearly. Yep, yep. it's so clear. Rather than like when we don't get them, it's like now we gotta hope someone hits. Yeah, it's Someone's it's like a, we hit. have to. We have to. It's all about the pitching. We gotta get the pitching. Yeah, because when we, it comes down to those. Those games where we're battling with, uh, you know, the New York Yankees, we're battling with some of these other teams in the playoffs, and it's it's you know three, four, five games. You know, you got to have guys on that mound who are gonna who are gonna give you six innings, who are gonna K the crap out of that team, and who are gonna put them in the pace. Yeah, you hope they give them six innings. Montoya, we don't know. <laughs> we, don't we don't know. know. We don't know. We're not sure. Uh, but yeah, so that guys is all the non, well, not all of them, but some of the notable names for you guys to to notice uh, in this off season. Who are these guys going to go with? We don't know. I hope that in like two weeks' time that we see something. Please, thank you. Please, just do it. Would be nice. Just do it. Please. Would be very nice. Guys, make sure to check us out on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Also, please make sure to check out our Instagram. We're always popping off on there, as always. Patreon, check it out. And subscribe. Hit the notification button and comment down below. Yes. Thank you guys so much for watching. Go Jays, go.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.